Simple Life Together, Episode 26, Spring Cleaning Your Home, Your Life, and Your Tech. Hi, and welcome to Simple Life Together, a podcast dedicated to leading a simpler life in the modern world. I'm Vanessa Hayes. And I'm Dan Hayes. Welcome back to Simple Life Together. On the last episode, we talked about some future plans for Simple Life Together and had a great conversation with Carrie Rifle of The Simple Year about how she and her family bought nothing new for an entire year. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. It isn't is. It? Really <laughs> it's inspiring. And hey, we're changing it up today. I did the intro. Yeah. Getting a little crazy. And I welcome y'all in. Just yeah, sit back together all again. <laughs> well, hey, on today's show, Vanessa's going to lead us off with some uh, great tips for spring cleaning and just kind of getting ready for the rest of the year. And I'll be talking about a little digital spring cleaning for your technology. And remember, if you have questions or comments, you can always reach us at dan at simplelifetogether.com, vanessa at simplelifetogether.com, or on Twitter. And we'll talk more about that at the end of the show. So let's go ahead and hop right into the segments today. All right. Well, like Dan said, we're talking about spring cleaning and prepping for the rest of the year. So everyone is kind of jumping on the spring cleaning bandwagon. And you know what? We want you to jump on that bandwagon, too. (laughs) I mean, it's a great way to do a little maintenance around the home and get you ready to enjoy the summer. Because seriously... Who wants to be slaving away in a hot garage in the middle of summer? Yeah, no kidding. I know I don't. Well, unless my clients are paying me, of course. (laughs) But I have to admit, it's not my absolute favorite thing to do because let me tell you, I'm nothing but a hot, sticky mess. Well, it gets pretty crazy here in San Antonio. Yeah, I mean, it gets in the 90s, sometimes up to 100 degrees in the summer. And then the humidity on top of that just makes you feel like you're in just this sauna. It's crazy. It's all good, but I don't mind sweating a little bit. I ain't afraid of it. I ain't scared. (laughs) I ain't scared. (laughs) Okay, a little disclaimer here. I know we're talking about the Northern Hemisphere. (laughs) Right. right. Isn't it seasonal? It's yes. different season down yeah. in the Southern Hemisphere. Um, and I, so I know we're opposite, but, but I think you'll still get a little value out of this too, or just make you think yeah. about it. Yeah. Here's the, I mean, and we'll probably mention this later on too, but they call it spring cleaning, but you could do it any time of the year. And honestly, yeah. when, you know, my topic, that's a good point, Dan. Yeah. My topic kind of says that. Yeah, mine too. Okay. Well, well oh my gosh, look at we're, we're just insane. We're tracking. Hey, we're meant for each other. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> you get me. You get me. Okay. Can you tell I'm doing better than last week? Because last yeah, week I was. A lot better. I still sound a little nasal and everything, but boy, I was hurting last week. After I actually after last week's episode, I couldn't even swallow. It was like I felt like I was swallowing a Dorito chip hole. I mean, I just got I got totally <laughs> jacked up. It was bad. It was bad, people. I'm just yep. saying, and I think it's because I wasn't juicing for a week while I was at conference. Swallowing a Dorito. That's an old saying. It's like the pioneers. They used to say that too. <laughs> I feel like I'm swallowing a Dorito chip hole, you know? <laughs> well, just say it. So anyway, I am in a, just a much better chipper mood. So, and you know, I got to have to be because we're talking about cleaning. I mean, nobody wants to clean. <laughs> so, but you know, the thing about uh, spring cleaning is that it's all about decluttering, deep cleaning and prepping for the summer, in my opinion. And we're going to get into that. Um, you know, it's kind of about getting down into the nitty gritty of cleaning, the things you don't normally think about cleaning or that easily get overlooked throughout the year when you're just doing your basic, you know, right. cleaning the house type of thing. It's stuff like uh, cleaning ceiling and floor vents, uh, wiping down ceiling fans and baseboards, getting the grime off of like switch plates and doorknobs and, and even wiping down walls. A lot of times we just overlook that. 
Um, it's washing your windows or sprucing up your kitchen cabinet doors and even the shelves on the inside. And um, it's defunkifying the inside of your <laughs> oven. Defunkifying. Defunkifying yep. the inside of your oven and degreasing the stove vents. You know, that stuff gets kind of nasty and kicked on there. Um, and even like decalcifying like your, your water faucets and stuff like that. So yeah. that's just to name a few. There's a lot yeah, of things. Yeah, see, now for the guy side, yeah. or at least on this guy's side, it's that? like doing a, a cleaning the gutters. Oh yeah, uh, getting the screens cleaned on the, for the windows. I gotta restain the deck, and I do talk about that, that too. Yeah, I want to talk about so outdoor stuff. It, Come man. on, it's me. Jeez. Come on, uh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I don't even know why I question. <laughs> okay, no, you don't have to get on your hands and knees for everything. There's other things that you need to think about for spring cleaning, um, like switching out seasonal clothing or decor. Now, of course, we're all in simplifying here. In, in this household, I don't switch out anything. No decor. No. <laughs> it's kind of, I just... I have a lot of decor. No, we don't. Not anymore, at least. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't really do anything seasonal unless it's for a holiday. So, <laughs> but a lot of folks do, and there's absolutely no problem with that. It's just, this is the kind of the time to do that. You know, switching out different linens and other decorative items around the house or whatnot. It's also a good time to test fire alarms and replace your batteries. Um, or what is it, the carbon monoxide uh, monitors? Yep. You know, making sure that you test those, make sure they're functional and whatnot. Um, I just recommend just putting new batteries in, period. You know, let's just not chance it. Every year, just replace it with a new one. Yeah. Do you, don't you think? I agree, yeah. Okay. Usually, a lot of people you do the, um, when we change times here, at least in most parts of the states, we change times. So it's like daylight savings time, you put in new batteries. They do it twice a year, you know, spring forward or yeah, spring forward, fall back. Yes. Those uh-huh. are like battery changing times a lot of times. Very so. cool. Well, see, I leave that to Dan anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, these are some things to think about. Um, now, it's also a good time to kind of service your lawn and gardening equipment, you know, obviously, because you're going to be out there mowing the yard and whatnot. Um, and it's also a good time to think about servicing your vehicle and stocking up on vehicle emergency supplies before summer road trips, if that's what you do. If you're not flying anywhere, but you're taking a road trip, this is a good time to make yeah. sure that you're safe. And I've actually got a couple of really good videos on, on um, prepping for that stuff as far as... Um, yeah, you have the um, vehicle emergency supplies. That's, and all. Right. that's a great video. That mm-hmm. actually gets a lot of hits. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, do you have one about prepping lawn? No, I don't, but I have a great link to that, so it'll okay. be in the show notes. Okay, good, mm-hmm. good. I went to the experts. I went to lawn people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and some other things to think about is, or another thing to think about is getting your air conditioning unit serviced too before yeah. it bites the dust in 98-degree weather with 100% humidity. Yeah. Again, ask us how we know. Yeah. That's the one thing that we're just kind of cursed with is... Uh, oh, Florida. I don't even want to mention it here because it, it, it listening. <laughs> don't want to jinx it. <laughs> yeah. No, but seriously, four years ago in Florida, we were in Tampa, and yeah, our our AC, AC went it. out. Yeah, but apparently everybody else's did too. Yeah, and then so we go to a hotel, and theirs went out, and theirs went out. Yeah, talk about a cranky family. That took us two weeks. Two weeks. That was to get that repaired. was yeah. That was rough. Thank was goodness rough. we had a, at least we had a pool there that we could dunk in from time to time. Yeah, and your family was nearby, so we kind of yeah. we kind of set up home there for so a little bit sweated at their house that's right yeah. so but i mean it was crazy so we thought we we're getting away we go to this hotel and there you see it was out too i was like yeah. really come on <laughs> oh, okay all right so back to business here that was like a bad <laughs> seinfeld episode <laughs> right <laughs> are you serious the ac's out Jerry. <laughs> right <laughs> oh so i also like to include a little planning and prepping for the summer and fall you know could Spring is a good time to start researching and signing up for kids' summer camps and different programs of the summer, especially if you're working through the summer and your kids are home. You might, you 
might want to think about getting them set up. Yeah, because these they fill up pretty quick a lot of times. They really do. I know yeah. at least they do around here. They yeah. sure do. You know, you also may want to consider planning out your trips and vacations if you haven't already done so. And again, I have some tips on this too. I've got different travel checklists and vacation travel preparation ideas for you. And I'll have all this with links in the show notes. So it'll just help you keep you organized. I recommend making sure your home and vehicles have the proper maintenance done on them. And don't forget your pets in this equation too, because you may want to book a kennel or plan for someone to care for them while you're gone. It's just these are little things that I always think about and, you know, but sometimes you, you're so busy getting everything else done. Yep. I'm just kind of planting seeds now, kind of help you guys along here. Is that good? Yeah. And like, and like when we leave, like we have some trips coming up this summer. The cool thing is we always get somebody to stay at the house, you know, which yeah. is cool. Mm-hmm. And, absolutely. Uh, it's just. That's just what we do. Just from a security standpoint, I think it's just better. Absolutely. I mean, you know, when my parents, look, they, they're about 30 miles away from here. And so whenever they're out of town, we always you know, check on their place and stuff yep. like that. So very good. Thanks for adding that in there too, sure. Dan. Um, and spring is also a good idea or a good time to enroll your kids for school and get all the records, immunizations, and physicals taken care of now. Um, I know we had to do that with our little one. She's growing up so big. Yeah, kindergarten soon. Mm-hmm. And I've got back to school tips. You guys are going to get all kinds of information. It's just like video. You're like the Netflix of organizing <laughs> your life. They just look at your videos and holy cow. I tell you, I've got tons of tips, but you got to check out, you got to go to the show notes on the website. Yeah, so. And if you don't like the videos, it's okay. We'll give you your money back. <laughs> They're all free. They're all free. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I know already it sounds like a lot of stuff, um, but your spring cleaning list can be a little daunting, but you know what? It is manageable if you keep these things in mind. Okay, so you ready? Yep. All right. So you don't have to do it all at once, kind of like Dan was saying earlier. You can do a little bit at a time every day to cut down on multiple massive week-long cleaning sprees, right? But it's just about creating a plan, and I've talked about creating plans before. Um, First, you want to identify all your tasks, and then you want to put them in priority order, okay? So just the major things that you know you have to get done, put them all in priority order. And then what I recommend is kind of putting your best guess of how long each one of those tasks is going to take. Because a lot of times we think that we can get something done a lot sooner than we really can. So add a few minutes on there or hours okay, (laughs) for some of these tasks. But just have a reasonable idea of how many hours that you're going to need to get some of these things done. And then what you want to do after that is make sure you make a date with it. Okay, put it on your calendar. And I've foot stomped this several times before. Because remember, a to-do item is actionless unless you attach a date to it. So book your priority task first. Say big task for days that you have more time to dedicate to them. And then your smaller, easier task can be listed on maybe a daily basis instead right. of on the weekend. So as an example, um, you can edit one closet per day, clean out one ceiling fan, just take 30 minutes to an hour, or clean all of them, just take an hour to clean them all. But just do a little bit every day is kind of the idea here. Yeah. Now, if your list is still looking too long, then consider spreading your tasks out throughout the year instead of just at springtime. I kind of already said that. Yeah, I, that's kind of what I mentioned too. It doesn't have to be spring. Yeah, I guess what I was saying earlier is that the first thing is you can do a little bit every day. But if it's still looking too daunting and you don't have a lot of time even daily, then maybe spread them out throughout the year. That's just another consideration. You can plan things monthly, seasonally, or quarterly, if you will. Um, You can create a year-long to-do slash maintenance list. Maybe you could clean your ceiling fans and vents every couple of months or once per quarter. Right. I know I'm kind of just spelling this out for you, but, um, or touch up the walls in the fall instead of the spring, touch up major closets once a quarter, um, or tackle the garage in the fall when it's not too hot or too cold. Yeah. Or maybe just do one or two tasks 
per month. Or if you're like doing something like editing in the attic, you know, yeah. the summer is not the time to be in an, in an attic. Yeah, especially here not, in the southern right. United States, it's yeah. not fun. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I like to sweat, but I know Dan <laughs> gets really, really unhappy, and it doesn't make I, sense. I think unhappy is a good word. Yeah. 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 Mild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> so now he's like, I am not doing it. Yeah, no <laughs> so, I don't blame you. It's it's not fun up there. You know, quick quick tech tech tip that yeah. and I kind of have I, I do have a video on how, how you can use this. It's a but for things like maintenance of different things. Let's just take a hot water tank. I'm just throwing that as an, out as an example. Uh-huh. But one of the things that we do with our hot water tank is we we drain that every year, and mm-hmm. there's a procedure that you go through to drain it and so forth. Well, remember the QR code video that I did? Oh, yeah. I have a list in Evernote, of course, if you've heard of Evernote before. If, uh, <laughs> I have a list in Evernote, like the, there he goes it's again. the whole maintenance checklist. Evernote. <laughs> and that's linked to a little QR code, you know, those little um, square codes that uh, some people don't even kind of realize what they are. But I scan that QR code with my phone, uh-huh. and then that maintenance checklist comes up on my phone. I follow it exactly step by step, and it also has the date on when I re- last um, serviced the hot water tank. And uh, so everything is right there. I use it from my phone. Because, you know, sometimes you go through a procedure and you're yeah. just like, well, how do I do it? Well, let's look at a YouTube video or whatever. And then you end up like dragging your laptop around. Yeah. Well, with oh, this, yeah. it's just boom, it's all right on my phone. Now, that's really nice, too. So that's yeah. keeping it small. Another thing you can do, too, is that once you decide, if you actually go out there and make that list, and or you have these major things that need to get done, I know I do this, is that I put it on Google Calendar and I just set it up as a, a reoccurring task. annual yeah, event yep. or a quarterly event or a weekly event, whatever the case may be. Yeah. So, man. Then you get a text reminder on your phone. Absolutely. Yep. It's awesome. I mean, that's just, I love technology. Yeah. So Most I do that time. with birthdays and anniversary, big dates. And oh, I, yeah. And I get a couple days before. I think I mentioned that one before. But I get a, uh, a text message a couple days before and enough time for me to react. Exactly. <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> to, to take action. So, uh, but yeah, I love Google Calendar. Good. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to take you away. It's all good. No, we always love those tech tips. Thank you. Okay, now moving on. Don't forget about delegating tasks to family members or other members of the household or even hire someone else to do it for you. I mean, pay to have someone service your lawn, your vehicles and AC units, or clean out your windows and the inside of your home. Remember that one year we had someone do the windows around our house? That was, uh, that was the best. I was, it wasn't even $150. It was just under $150. They, they did cleaned the inside, screens, outside, everything. the windowsills. I mean, it was awesome. And, and he spent like four hours out there. Yep. I was thinking that was worth it. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll do that again. You know, sometimes it is worth outsourcing help. Um, it is worth a little bit of money to have somebody else do it because like I've said many times before, my time is so much more valuable well, to me than it used to be in yeah, the past. I, I think it's what your time is worth, what things that you enjoy doing or at least things that you dread, certainly. Why yeah. why not? If you yeah. can if you can swing it and it's, you know, cost effective and you hate to do it. Yeah, or you're not the expert on that. Right. You know, especially the more technical things. Right. And, and it's like uh, you know, I am pretty mechanically inclined, but I know nothing about cars. I, yeah. I'm just confused by it. And uh, so I certainly wouldn't do that myself. And I know if something as basic as changing the oil is not a big deal, but I just take it in someplace and they're done in 30 minutes and I'm on my way. Right. Or flushing out the AC unit. I know that we sign up for, um, what is it? Is it quarterly or is it uh, every It's semi-annual. Semi-annual. They, they flush the full, out. Yeah, they do a full service on it. And so that just gives us peace of mind because we've had way too many experiences of... AC's breaking down. Yeah, let's not talk about it anymore. I'm today. sorry. Okay, we can't talk about that, and we can't talk about plumbing issues. Plumbing issues, yeah. Don't talk about plumbing issues. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> House plumbing, not personal plumbing. Personal plumbing's fine. But uh, 
we're good. <laughs> yeah, we're but good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we've had issues with with house plumbing. It's just like anything that has to do with water. I'm allergic to. <laughs> what do you say? Poseidon's gonna? Yeah, he's Poseidon hates me. He hates you. <laughs> I've almost drowned twice. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Anyway, I don't want to get... We're digressing here, but yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Hopefully you're not taking notes. Okay, so I mentioned getting others involved, but what if they're not into it, right? Chances are they're probably not. (laughs) Yeah, especially kids. (laughs) Woohoo! Well, here are some tips to help get spring cleaning buy-in from others. We've talked about this, that communication is key. Explain why certain tasks are important to get done and that you really need their help. I mean, really say that you... I need your help because yep. you're really good at doing this. I, I'm not or whatever the case is. Um, you can also start small with your tasks. And now I'm talking about kids mostly right here. Um, but then you can move on to big team oriented tasks. Um, but, but keep all these different tasks fair. If you've got multiple members in the family or multiple kids, you know, and even though you may have a, a teenager who's capable of doing a lot more and young ones, try to keep it fair. They smile yeah. at me. They smile at me because we have a teenager and you know and a little and you know yeah. uh, just recently they were both very helpful when it came time to raking up the leaves and getting all oh, that stuff yeah. done. Our son was really helpful. And I just told him, I, I said, "Hey, buddy, I need your help on this one." Yeah, he and, rocked, and and he rocked it. And then when I was cleaning out the gutters, uh, sunshine, she was. Uh, I would hand her the bucket. She would dump it into the the big uh, garbage can. Aww. She was loving it. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, but, you know, make sure you keep it fair. Kind of like at Christmas time. Keep it fair. Right? Yep. <laughs> you know, here's another thing, too. Give your family members um, and other members of the household ample time or ample notice of the project. Don't dump it on them at the last minute like, hey, today we're doing this. Right. Because they may want to sleep in or they've got other plans. Yeah, they might have a really important YouTube video to watch. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. I mean, but really, that's actually, it's... it's That's their it, life. Yeah. It's courtesy, though, you know, and, and you get better buy-in, I think. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, if all else fails, bribe them or threaten them. <laughs> yeah. That's what I do. I mean, I just threaten them. All right, kids. No. <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, let folks in the family know that if you work together, it'll get done a lot quicker, allowing them more time to do what they really want. Um... Or if a task doesn't get done, then that may sacrifice something that's what you were supposed to do, you know? Or maybe um, if you can't get something done and you have to invest money to have somebody else do it, well, then that might cut into your your family vacation time and budget. So, I mean, there really could be some ramifications for not getting things done. But again, just I highly encourage teamwork and and getting things done. Believe it or not, those are some of my best memories as a kid, camping and helping out around the house as a family. My mom used to go around singing, okay, it's cooperation, you know, <laughs> or we're making progress. And I mean, I remember that it stuck with me, but it, I really felt good knowing that I was helping my parents. Funky. Yeah. But those are some of my fondest memories. My, my, some of my favorite stuff was, you know, we had like 28 humongous sugar maples in our backyard. Oh. And um, so raking the leaves was a, that was a major <laughs> muscle movement for yeah. the whole family, you know, seven kids. And then, uh, but... Uh, I loved when we got them in a big pile and then getting to jump in the pile. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then we had fun. this tiny little rodent-looking dog, and uh, <laughs> but he was fast. I mean, this, 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 this dog was fast. And what was his name? I'm not going to get into that for oh, okay. privacy issues. You know? I, didn't have, I don't have his permission. He's long gone. But anyway, he, was, um, he would zoom around the yard, uh-huh. and uh, he would just like go straight through these oh, yeah. huge leave piles. I can picture it. Yeah. <laughs> He had a black, his name was Fritz. I've got some awesome videos. Oh, was Fritz? Okay. I have some awesome videos of Sunshine doing that for the first time because we have little tiny leaves. It's not as fun. Yeah. But Aunt Kate 
she has like a big old pile of stuff and she has yeah. a bigger oak leaf trees and stuff or oak leaves. So anyway, cool stuff. We're doing a lot of digressing today. We are. That's right. It's fun. It's the tangential episode. It's spring fever. That's what I'm saying. Maybe that's it. That's it. <laughs> okay. So that gives you an idea of what spring cleaning is and how to approach getting your tasks done. Let's talk about some popular spring cleaning projects around the home to get you thinking about some of the tasks that maybe you need to do. Okay. Sounds good. How's that go? All right. So kitchen. Um, you want to clean out ovens, vent hoods, wipe down walls and baseboards, clean out and wipe down toasters and other small appliances, wipe down the cabinet doors and inside on the shelves, edit and organize your pantry. There's a video for that. Uh, <laughs> tossing all expired items and wipe down the shelves in the pantry as well. Clean out the inside of your refrigerator because that can get seriously funky. Um, and, but don't forget to sweep under it and mop it too. You can pull out that refrigerator and make sure that that gets dusted and cleaned out and mopped. Um, you may need to defrost your freezer or a wine fridge. I know our wine fridge gets kind of frozen up inside a lot. And so we yep. have to defrost that. And uh, don't forget to wipe down your dishwasher and clean out your coffee pot with vinegar. Yeah. You know, you got to clean that out. Descale it. Yeah, yeah descale. That's it. Okay, on to the living room. Dust furniture, clean sofas and chairs, dust and polish furniture, wipe down the remotes, because again, all those fingers touching it can yeah. get kind of icky. Edit and organize your media like your DVDs, CDs, and video games. Edit magazines and newspaper collections. In the bathrooms, you want to wash your shower curtains and shower mats, uh, dust the lights, but please be sure to turn the power off and, and make sure the bulb is not hot. Because sometimes you have exposed bulbs yeah. and you need to kind of wipe those down, make sure it's cool and it's, it hasn't been on. Wipe down your vents, your walls, baseboards, glass, doorknobs, and um, throw away all old and expired jams and jellies and medications and scrub away the lime deposits on your water fixtures. That's a big problem here. We, got, we get a lot of lime. Yeah, we have very hard water here with all the limestone around, yep. right? And um, but we have water softener that helps, but it's still an effort. It doesn't totally leave you. No. Yeah. Okay, in the garage, you'll want to service your lawnmowers or other yard equipment, move your winter supplies, put those away, and bring out sports equipment and other summer fun activity equipment. And you may want to check out another video, go figure, that I have. There's 17 secrets to organizing your garage and 7 steps to organize your garage. I got a couple different um, videos and blog posts out there to kind of help you with the garage stuff. Because actually, in all of these areas, I'm always going to encourage you to edit. Yeah. <laughs> edit and let go. Yeah. And that your seven steps to organize your garage, that one has like huge amounts of hits. Oh, yeah. It is one of the more popular ones. Yeah. Yep. It always picks up this time of year, too. Yeah. And it's also like your most repinned thing on Pinterest, too. Oh, is it? I that, didn't realize that. That, that garage picture? Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Okay. So now closets, you'll want to switch out seasonal clothing, edit old stuff, unused clothing, and rearrange and organize. Again, I have videos and blog posts on how to store seasonal clothing and how to do a closet tune-up, how to edit your clothes, and then also how to organize your closet. So again, all of this stuff will be in the show notes. Yeah, and that was uh, the Organize Your Closet. We have, um, that was episode 20, I think, that we we talked a bit about that too, yeah. so you can refer back to episode 20. Yeah, thanks. In the kids' rooms, clear out old toys, clothes, and even papers, and be ruthless because they can collect so much throughout the year, and switch out seasonal clothes and bedding. Now, in the home office and with your papers, this is a great time. Springtime is a great time to edit your papers, especially after tax season. I know that's when we do ours. Yeah, I don't know when people do them in the rest of the world. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I know. Well, here in the U.S., yeah. Yeah, it's for us, yeah. 
But, you know, the idea here is to clean out old files and spruce them up with current ones. I have a, a video on how to use uh, different types of file folders to make it nice and neat and easy to access. Consider using an action file. We did a episode on that. Yeah. I also have videos, Two videos on how to set one up. And this really helps out with the daily influx of mail and papers. And maybe even think about going paperless, like Dan's talked about back in episode six. You can also update and clean out electronics and software in the home office. Um, Dan is actually going to cover this in a little bit more detail in a, in a moment, right? You're going to talk about how to kind of edit out your oh, digital yeah. clutter and digital stuff. stuff. Okay, and then outdoors, you want to hit your windows, get those cleaned up and spruced up, your gutters, power wash the siding of your house and sidewalks and driveways. Check the faucets and hoses to make sure that they're functioning well and whatnot and that your hoses are doing haven't cracked during the winter. And this is probably a good time to mulch, weed, and fertilize. And you can also clean your barbecue grill or, like we have, the big green egg. Yeah, which... I got to put a new seal on that, um, on the big green egg. Yeah. I, I, I bought it and it came in. I just haven't gotten to it Oh, yet. man. You got to get on that because that's my favorite. Well, I know. I know. But the problem is you have to, like, not use it for two days. And that's a very serious issue. <laughs> it's hard for us. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, some general items from around the house include windows. I've kind of mentioned those from, from the outdoors. But just windows in general, you want to wash the screens, the windowsills, get all those bugs and dust and icky stuff out of there. Um, and this includes washing the blinds and curtains if you have to, because sometimes curtains can get kind of messy and dusty and whatnot. And you can wash those. Um, I just recommend that if you have to wash your curtains, when you pull them out of the washer, let them dry till they're just lightly damp, and then you can iron them. Yeah. So they already have, it's like steaming um, steam ironing them. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, but use like a covering cloth or something. Yes. Like uh-huh. And then uh, you'd obviously you'd want to check the fabric care labels on those because some of them might you might need to dry clean mm-hmm. for people who have fancy curtains, unlike us. Some other areas around the house, just some general areas, are the walls, the doors, and the baseboards. Um, you may be hitting these when you do the rooms, but I just want you to think these can get really dirty and often get overlooked. I'm just kind of making you think about stuff here. Okay, out of season clothing. Wash snow boots, removing mud and salt before storing away to prevent damage and brittleness. Switch out coats and winter jackets for lightweight jackets and raincoats. Get out your umbrellas, sunscreen, and bug spray and put them in an easily accessible spot. I know we have a little cubby box just for our sunglasses and sunscreen and bug spray. Yeah, you know, I think the overarching thing on this one is you don't want to store away dirty items or right. you know anything like that. You, you want to clean them before you, you put them away. So not only does it help their longevity, uh-huh. but they're also ready when it comes time to use them. You may need to just spritz them up a little bit when it comes to use them next year, but for the most part, they're good to go. Yeah. I know that I recently had to make sure that we pull out the sunscreen because Sunshine has gotten exposed to the sun. She's actually come home with some light red on her skin. And so I bring I pull that out so that I know that she I put that on her every day or when I know it's going to be extra yeah. sunny and hot outside. So check, just getting you thinking again. Check the expiration on that too. Yep. Okay, ceiling and light fixtures, you're dusting the fans, vents, ceilings, especially in the corners where the cobwebs appear. I know that's one of Dan's peeves. Yes. Those spider webs, they get caught in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I mentioned dusting off light fixtures. Again, be sure to turn off the power before working with it or working with any electrical fixtures. And while you're up there, it's a good time to check your fire alarms, like I said before. Um, Don't forget to get under things. Like under your bed, under your couches, under your entertainment units, dressers, refrigerators, stoves, and even under the rugs. A lot of stuff gets caught under there, so you want to dust and mop and all that good stuff, okay? Yeah, that's right. Just because you can't see it don't mean it's not there. <laughs> like, like I used to say to troops all the time, if it, if it ain't inspected, it's neglected. Oh, I like that. So, there you go. Yep. And the last thing is linens and cushions. 
wash couch seat cushions and your curtains if like I said earlier I highly recommend checking out Mrs. Meyer's clean day blog for tips on how to clean seldom clean items like rugs comforters and curtains I love this site actually I just discovered it not just because of the green products but because it has a lot of useful cleaning tips from around the house it's and a great blog obviously we'll have a link in the show notes to that uh, of course. Mrs. Meyer's clean day blog I think the links are going to be just as long as the post, <laughs> the post. yeah <laughs> hey, that's good stuff though it's a yeah. reference people can use it if yeah. they want so there you have it. Are you ready to jump on the spring cleaning bandwagon? Dan, are you? Yeah, I'm, hey, I'm on. You're on it? Okay. No, I know that sounds like a lot of stuff when we're trying to simplify. Um, <laughs> but remember, it doesn't have to be complicated. We want you to keep things simple. And that's why I highly recommend creating a list, deciding your high priority tasks, set a date to finish them. And if it's too much, consider spreading out your tasks throughout the year. Cool? Sounds good. Okay. Now Dan has some tips on you for how to spring clean your digital clutter. All right. Well, yep. Those were some great tips. So, but like you said, I want to make sure that uh, can't let the house and the dirt get all the attention. You got to take care <laughs> of your your digital stuff too. Your ones and your zeros. Dan's little babies. All that, the tech stuff. That's right. All the tech stuff. It needs needs loving too. And believe me, I appreciate it when you take care of that stuff. I know. It's all good. That's what I do. That's what I do. All right. So here's the first thing. Take a few moments and go through your RSS reader if you use one. And pare down some of those feeds that you're no longer interested in and add some that you've been meaning to. So like when I went through my, I just mentioned just a few episodes ago that uh, Google Reader was going away. And then I think it was my thing that I mentioned Feedly as, a, as an option yes, for that, right? Yeah. Well, when I switched over and I was going through Feedly and I really, really liked the interface there, but I started going through some of the feeds that uh, either those blogs blog faded and they're no longer posting uh-huh. or... Or it's just ones that I find myself just skimming through, not right, reading. Right. And so I was like, okay, hey, time to edit. Just because it's not taking up physical space, it's still taking up effort and, and brain cells on my part. So I went ahead and I edited my RSS reader. Did you set up my, what's it called, Friedly? Or Feedly? Feedly. Feedly. Yeah. <laughs> Friedly. No, <I> we <laughs> had that discussion yeah, last time when I you know, mentioned I, it. No, I didn't. You know why? Because you didn't make it a calendar event. Oh, so my bad. Your my fault. bad. That's you're, right. You're, you're That's right. right. Okay. That's right. I still love you. <laughs> so, but when it comes to feeds, digital simplicity is all about having the right feeds, not just fewer feeds. There you go. And the same thing goes for your podcast subscriptions. I know this might sound a little bit uh, against my our own self-interest here, but, <laughs> but look through your podcasts, the ones that you subscribe to, and consider which ones do you really listen to. Yeah. You know, with nearly 50% of podcast listeners listening now on smartphones, keeping your subscription list well pruned is probably more important than ever because, you know, you don't have as much space on your your phones. Right, right. Yeah. So even if you're streaming versus downloading, which streaming doesn't take up any room on your phone, but uh, if you are streaming, stick to your favorites and check out the other ones that maybe on an individual basis. So... You know, you just want to kind of take a good look at what you're no kidding listening to. What did you do recently? Did you take off all the ones on your... Yeah, I'm gonna, and I'm going to get to that in oh, a minute, okay? okay? Um, so I realized that some of my workflows hadn't kept up with technology. And this is exactly what you're alluding to. Specifically, my, my workflow for listening to podcasts, it used to be, back in the day, like this. Or in the back of the day, like our... In the, in the back of the day, like, like our five-year-old says. says. Yeah, in the back of the day. <laughs> the back of the day. Yeah. So this was my old workflow. I'd subscribe in iTunes, download the episodes to my laptop, plug in my iPod and sync to my laptop. Remember those days? And then <laughs> once or twice a year, I'd go through the shows in my iTunes account on my laptop and delete old episodes. Mm. Uh, but I was a keeper. I, wasn't, I, I had it set to 
you know, keep episodes. Um, okay. You can also, there's also settings to, you know, delete them after they've been listened to. But I, I kept mine. I was a collector. Wow. You know, it was that you had that scarcity mentality. It's like, yeah. wow, I'm getting this and I'm getting it for free and I'm going to keep it because wow. what if it goes away? You know, you've, you've come such a long way. I have. Haven't I? Oh, so I feel so big. <laughs> so, well, I realized that my workflow was totally outdated because first of all, I no longer use my iPod. I listen to probably 90% of my podcasts on my phone and about 5% on my iPad and the other 5% on Apple TV as I'm in the office. So, and with streaming, there's no need to download them at all. In essence, I was taking up tons of unnecessary space because I never adapted my workflow to my habits or my technology changes. Very smart, okay. So I went through and I absolutely wiped them all off of my iTunes on my laptop. Yep. Okay? Makes sense. The other thing I did was I did that same process for my music in iTunes. It was taking up a huge amount of disk space on my laptop. Was it slowing things down on your laptop? Yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, it was taking up, it took up the majority of the usable space on, wow. my, on my laptop. Now, I don't use my laptop for much other than some word processing. Most of that is done in Google Docs, but still, it's just kept things slow. But this whole time, I was paying, I'm paying for iTunes Match, so my music is always in the cloud, <laughs> and it's ready to stream or download at any time. So what I did was, knowing that I have my music library safely backed up on an external drive, I deleted all my music in iTunes that was already matched in iTunes Match. Now, as I went through that, I did have about 300 songs or sound files that weren't available in iTunes Match that I kept in iTunes on my laptop. But, I mean, keeping 300 is a whole heck of a lot less than the thousands and thousands (laughs) that I had on there. right. Yet the end result is the same. I'm still able to listen to my music anywhere I want. Uh-huh. If I know I'm going to be on a plane and they don't have Wi-Fi so I can't stream, I can still download playlists or what have you. But that's on a limited basis, and I can always delete those from my phone. Right. So it just made sense. I realized I wasn't keeping up with, with the, the advances in technology. Mm-hmm. So I, once I realized it, I changed my workflow. There you go. Now, the next one I want to talk about, I actually talked about back in episode 12 of the show. Uh, we did one, the one on um, the art of inbox warfare to kind of help you battle your, uh, the, all the email and inundating your inbox. Yes. And I covered lots of tips there. But one thing I'll mention is making good use of your unsubscribe button for mailing lists that you're no longer interested in and kind of maxing out those filters that Gmail offers if you're a Gmail user. Mm-hmm. So a little time spent spring cleaning your inbox can help you throughout the year. Now, every once in a while, we'll have somebody unsubscribe from our list, our email list from Simple Life Together. And, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, man, somebody unsubscribed. But to me, that means they most likely subscribed in iTunes. They're still getting the show. They're getting the information. Mm -hmm. And so since they're subscribed there, they don't need an email. on. I do that all the time. Me too. And and it's to shows that I still listen to and I'm still actively involved in. Mm -hmm. But I just don't need the email because... I get all the information. Absolutely. Typically, I get it in a couple of different ways. You know, like it's just uh, redundant. Yeah. I get it in my RSS reader sometimes. Right. And so I don't need the email, the RSS, and the pocket. I just yeah. don't need it. So I, I'm certainly not offended when people do that. So I'm sure we'll be inundated with unsubscribes. No. <laughs> that's <laughs> but that's good. good. As long as you're, st- that means you're still listening. <laughs> right? So, um, you know, another thing is, uh, you know, I mention Evernote a lot. But take some time to go through your Evernote um, and specifically go into Notebooks view and Tags view. 
And in tags view, see if you have duplicates that you can delete or combine with other tags. So often you'll have singulars and plurals of the same tags. So pair yes, those down. So right. like idea or ideas, <laughs> you know, you know, you could probably combine those notes and Did get rid of one tag. Did you say make sure that, you know, good practices to I always future go, I always go plural. plural. Yeah. Yeah. Just from here on out, you know, anything that you set up, it's going to be a plural. Right. Folder. Okay. Yeah. That's just, that's just, advice. yeah, that's just my SOP and that's how I do it. But and the same goes for notebooks. If you can combine notes into one notebook from similar notebooks, then give that a shot. You know, you might have two that are very similar. Because I had one that was architecture mm-hmm. and one that was dream home. They both contain the same information, yeah. but I combined them into just one. And, uh, and you know, now I, didn't, I had one less notebook I had to worry about. So what would you settle with, dream home? I settled with dream home. Yep. I like it. So if you haven't tried stacked notebooks in Evernote, um, which I talked about before, Mm -hmm. but that too can at least help you organize your Evernote database visually. Yes. So you you want it actually organized, but also visually organized is nice as well. And don't you just love the springtime fresh smell of a well-organized Evernote <laughs> oh, database? I love awesome. it. I love it. <laughs> so if you're new to Evernote and need some help getting started, go back and check out um, Evernote Simplified Part 1 in Episode 17 and Evernote Simplified Part 2 in Episode 18. Yeah, those are popular, very yeah, popular Yeah, those have been very episodes. popular. And if you spend a lot of time on the computer, it's just as important to have a clear digital space as it is to have an organized and clean home. So edit your desktops your apps, and your menu bar items down to those that you use the most. You know, really just spend a few minutes evaluating how you, no kidding, work. I went through my applications folder a few days ago, and I got rid of a bunch of applications that I just no longer need or that had duplicate functionality with another app that I had in there. Mm -hmm. So uh, they were just getting in the way. They were taking up memory, taking up space. And in some ways, they they can kind of corrupt. And I I think I'm going to address that in just a little bit. I do that all the time on my iPhone and iPad. Yeah. I always go through and go, eh, I'm not using this one. You know, it's not as good exactly. That. If it's a paid app, it'll always be in your, in your, if you're an iPhone user, it'll always be in the app store. You can always get it. You've already paid for it. You yeah. just re-download it. Right. And, um, and the, the same thing is the, for the Mac app store. Same deal. I love it. Yep. So if others that you don't use tend to get in the way, they're probably not helping your productivity much. Right. So just kind of go through it, eliminate them. I cover the ones that I use the most and why back in episode 21 as far as the, my uh, menu bar items and some apps. Mm-hmm. That was good because I use a lot of those now. I like that episode. Well, I know you do. And I was going to mention that too. Oh. The, the, two that I, the two that I mentioned very recently that I use real heavily are Pop Clip and Screen Float. And, uh, and since then, you've kind of become addicted to, to Pop Clip and Screen Float. I just those can't do it all great. at once. I just yeah. can't do it all at once, a little bit of time. And then I'm like, all right. But yeah, I'm loving the Pop Clip. And that screen float. Yeah, and I'll make sure we put those uh, in the show notes as well. And also, another thing, take some time to go through your contacts list. Mm, And the first thing to ask yourself is, do you actually have a system for updating them? And are the ones that you do have current? How about those old numbers and addresses? Is Is it time to edit those? Probably. So what do you mean about a system of updating your contacts? Do you mean like, do you set it? I don't know what you mean. As well, far as- it's you know like spring cleaning. You don't you don't necessarily have to wait for spring to do it, but okay. you know take a look through your your contacts. Like we use contacts in Gmail, right? All right. So I go through that occasionally and say, well, I have I used to have like old work numbers from places I used to work at. Okay. I don't need yep. those uh-huh. anymore. Yeah. So I delete those or people that you know they're they're not in my circles anymore. Right. I don't need to. I don't need their numbers. Okay. And just keeping them just because you already have it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. Right. So you know, 
I use contacts and Gmail. I love it. Your mileage may vary. It, it may work for you. It may not. But it's while it's not the perfect solution, it certainly makes things a lot easier for me, and it syncs with my phone and everything. But remember back in the day, or in the back of the day, in the back of the day, <laughs> when you got a new phone, you're like, oh, I got a new phone. Oh, I got to yeah. re-enter all my contacts. <laughs> oh, Doesn't that seem like the Stone Age already? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so, horrible. But hey, if that's still you, maybe it's time you hopped onto the technology bandwagon. <laughs> We're bandwagoning a lot. I just Are we? <laughs> yeah, but it might be time for you to put those all in one place. And mm-hmm. Google Contacts is a great place to start, and it's free. Good, good, good. And spring cleaning time might be the perfect time for you to review your digital backup plan. I talked about this way back when in episode three. Um, back in the beginning. <laughs> yes. And uh, backing up your digital information, basically you want to follow the three S's. You want to make sure it's simple, seamless, and solid. And by that, I mean simple. So you just don't have to think about it. It just happens in the background. If you do have to think about it because of the way you have your system set up, set yourself a reminder in your calendar. And if you use Google calendars, it'll send a text message right to you on your phone. And remember, it needs to be simple, but it also needs to be complete. And by complete, I would recommend on-site backup to an external drive and then cloud backup to someplace off-site. Yeah, and I remember the inspiration of that was because didn't we have something? Yeah, I lost some information. I lost some information for a client, actually. For, yeah, that's right. And thankfully, yeah. they weren't too concerned about it, but I was embarrassed personally. And didn't you get some feedback from somebody how that 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 episode helped them? Yes, I with did. Their own issue, and they were so grateful because yep. almost the exact same thing happened to them because they had the same issue with the um, the same model of the MacBook or whatever the issue whatever, was. Yeah, and and theirs was about to fail. They took it to the uh, uh, Apple Store and and uh, and successfully saved it. Yeah, and that so was, that's cool. And you know, but that's cool. I mean, that was we just happened to mention at the at the right time. He happened to recall it and and was able to take action. So, but I'm I think your advice about the on-site backup and uh, cloud storage and everything, just making sure that you have that is very good. Yeah. Okay, very good advice. All right. So remember those three S's, simple, and I just covered simple. The next one I'm going to cover is, uh, the second one is seamless. So if you have regular backups to an external drive, make sure that that drive is also backed up off-site. Initial backup to the cloud can take a, it can take out to a couple of weeks, depending on how yeah, much information you have. That. But depending on your connection speed and how much data you have, that'll, that'll determine how long uh, it takes to back it up. Now, there are some services that'll send you a drive to kind of get you started. You back up to that drive and you send it back to them. Oh, okay. So, and then the third S that I mentioned was solid. So what I mean by that is evaluate your system to make sure it works. Try to download files from your backup system and see if there are bottlenecks or barriers to your system. You know, how easy would it be to do a complete system restore if you lost your hard drive? Huh. So just kind of, it's once again, if it ain't inspected, it's neglected. Yeah, there you Test go. it from time to time. So there you go. A few things kind of to get your tech squared away for the rest of the year, a little spring, digital spring cleaning, uh-huh. if you will. And um, of course, like I said, you don't have to wait for spring to do any of this. So if you're listening to this podcast six months from now, and it's, um, what would it be, October, November, yeah. <laughs> you know, you can certainly institute any of these yeah. at that time as well. That's right. So the bottom line is get it done. And spring cleaning time is as good a time as any for me to talk about getting your, uh, your digits in order. Absolutely. It's all great tips and great advice. Thanks, well, Dan. All right. So let's move on to the thing segment. And Vanessa, I think you're up. 
Okay, so my thing is facing my fear and Parkinson's law. I have been eligible for nearly a month now to test for the BCPO uh, Board of Certification for Professional Organizers so that I can become a certified professional organizer. Well, I decided that I wanted to go for it, but there are only two available testing windows remaining for the year, June and October. Well, June is really close, like just two months, and October seems so far away. So I started to fear that if I test in June, that I wouldn't have enough time to study and that that I might fail. And failing is a huge fear for me. But Dan was like, go for it. You're an expert. You'll do fine. You know what you're talking about. And I mean, I keep current. I've been reading, I read books and all that good stuff. And of course, all my hands-on experience is good. Uh, But again, I was afraid it wouldn't be enough time. So I decided to ask a couple of colleagues of mine what they thought. And just like Dan said, they all said, go for it. And then it hit me. I realized that even if I waited until October to test, chances are Parkinson's law would kick in. You know that thing Dan talked about back in episode four that basically is that I would probably wait until the last minute anyway to do the task. So so, uh, if you recall, Parkinson's law is uh, work expands so as to fill the time available for its completion. So Uh if if they give you, you get six months to do a task, usually it it takes you six months. And usually two months, it only takes me two months, right? Right. So, and then the corollary of that is, well, if you wait at the last minute to do something, it only takes a minute. Yeah. <laughs> right? I like that. It's not really going to be good. <laughs> so no matter if I go for it in June or wait until October, I'd probably have the same amount of time to study. So I just decided to go for it. Good and I'm scheduled to test in June. Good and stuff. So yep. that, that was my thing. It's just kind of facing my fear and dealing with Parkinson's law. And you know what? Every one of us goes through that. Every one of us has something that we're that we face the resistance on, we're fearful of it, we're going to put it off, we're going to procrastinate, and it's remembering some of these things. Um, or we make it so, we make it so difficult that, that we don't take action. Yeah. And that's Occam's razor, you know, keep it simple, uh, and Parkinson's law. All those things, they, I mean, they sound, they're really just common sense things. If yeah. you really think about it and you use those to guide some of your decision making, they can go a long way. You know, and then I started thinking, what's the worst that can happen? What if I did fail there? So I may have to pay an additional, I may have to retest. Okay. Yeah, big deal. So I was like, big deal, you know, and it may be a little bit more of, you know, an expense for us, you know, to retest. So what? Right. Big deal. And, And then I also thought... But Vanessa, look at all the things that you've... How often have you failed at anything that you've put your mind right. to? I mean, like, almost never. Right. I mean, really. Um, and so I just... I forget about what my capabilities are, and that I do work well when there is a, a major goal, a time crunch. I know that I'm actually... I end up managing my time a heck of a lot better than if I had nothing but time right. to do stuff. And so I was like, okay. I just get a lot more disciplined when there's something at stake that's right. important to me. So. That's a goal. Yep. Remember, Absolutely. if a, a goal has to have a a time assigned to it, yep. or it's or it's just a it never an gets idea. yeah, yep. it's never met. It's yep. just out there. Well, good stuff. Okay, and so I know you, you're going to knock it out of the park. You know, oh, that. thanks. Man. You know, and and even if something happens where even when you fail at something, that it's it really is an opportunity to you probably failed because you didn't know a subject area, yeah. and it's an opportunity to focus more on that subject area, learn it, and become more complete. Yep. So that's not going to happen. You're right. It ends up being a win-win in either that's way. Right. So thanks. Right. Yeah. What's your thing, babe? My thing is a task management tool called Asana. And I got to give a shout out to our friend, John Buchanis from letsreverseobesity.com for this one. I have checked out a few task management tools over the past year or so to help organize some projects. But, you know, like Bono, I just still hadn't found what I was looking for. So, uh, uh, and, <laughs> okay. 
Oh, you don't want it? You don't want to hear that? No, no. Let's just, we'll skip the song. Okay. But, <laughs> you know, it, but this whole thing, it really wasn't like this huge tech dilemma for me because most of my projects are solo. And when I do outsource tasks, it's usually on some other provider's platform like Fiverr.com or 99designs. And, but recently, and more and more in the future, you and I have been collaborating more on yeah. work projects. Uh-huh. And I'm working with an architect now to do some comprehensive plans and like 3D modeling of our shed quarters with lots of options and variations because we get asked for plans for the office all the time. Almost and, weekly. Uh, just, you know, and really the plans were just in my head or on a napkin or whatever. And so, <laughs> um, you know, that's hard, to, that's hard for somebody else to download. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I, I figured that since so many people ask, I was going to do um, have some professionally done by an architect with cut sheets and supply lists, et cetera, yeah. 3D modeling, all that, all that stuff. And, um, and that way, I'd at least have something to offer if people say, hey, do you have any plans for that? So a project or a task or team coordination tool, it's kind of become more and more important to me lately. Well, John Buchanan has turned me on to Asana at Asana.com. And so far... I really like it. And I'll let you know how it works out for me in the long run and if I give it a thumbs up or not. But until then, you could check it out yourself. Like I said, it's at asana.com and uh, it's free for up to 30 team members. So if you're looking for a task management tool, you know, check it out. And uh, if it works for you, let John over at letsreverseobesity.com know and tell him you heard it here on Simple Life Together. So, you know, that's my thing. I'm going to give it a shot. And uh, since I'm working a lot more than just solo now, it'd be nice to have things kind of coordinated. Yeah, I don't know if that's my thing because I've already he's sent a lot of tasks my way. Yes. Uh huh. Now I'm it's his time. It. Now I'm getting the honeydew list. That's right. <laughs> time to hold you accountable. <laughs> All right, folks. So that's it for episode 26 of Simple Life Together. On today's show, we both talked about spring cleaning in one form or another. I talked about getting things cleaned up and organized for coming seasons, and Dan talked about a little digital spring cleaning for your tech. And Vanessa's thing was remembering Parkinson's law and not putting off testing to meet the board of certification. And my thing was a task management tool called Asana. And don't forget, you can find all the links and info from today's show at simplelifetogether.com slash 026. And there are a lot of (laughs) of links, (laughs) lots of videos, other posts. Really, this one is packed with info. Yeah, it's good. So just uh, head over to simplelifetogether.com slash 026. And you can also head over to SimpleLifeTogether.com where you can sign up for the Edit and Forget It Challenge over in the left column of the site. While you're there, you can subscribe to the show or leave an iTunes review by going to SimpleLifeTogether.com slash iTunes. And let me just say, Dan and I met and exceeded our Edit and Forget It Challenge. We had over 2,013 things. It was 2,686 things to date, and we're not stopping. We're not slowing down. And let me just say this, because I shared this on the Edit and Forget It Facebook page, out of all those items, only 178, I think, were actually tossed. Out of all those, almost you know, like 2,600, over 2,600 items were either donated, uh, recycled, digitized. Um, and we sold almost $1,000 worth of stuff, so close to over 900 I think that's pretty amazing. It is. And you know what? We are, not that we're keeping score, but we're not in the lead if we were. There's, no. there's other folks on the challenge that have met the goal long before we did, Yes, that are getting rid of even more. And like us, they're not stopping at all. No. We really haven't even, we're pretty darn digital, but we haven't even gotten into some of my old files yet. 
that to digitize. Right. Oh, we've got so. so much. But I mean, and that's that cool. was the whole point is just to get you thinking about it and get you on a roll. Because like I've said before, it gets you addicted and you really start to think about stuff in a different light. Yep. All your stuff is just different. It's just exciting. It's motivating. We did it. But I know there's still so much more to go. Yeah. So just want to share the, it. I love the excitement over there too. Yeah. So good stuff. And of course, you can connect with us on Twitter. I'm at Daniel Hayes and Vanessa is at Get Simplified. And we have links to our Twitter and Google Plus profiles on the website as well. So let us know what you think of the show and how you're simplifying your life too. And as always, we'd love to hear from you. So until next time, we hope you enjoy your simple life together. Simple life together.